0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today I'm going to talk about nicotine and how it is the forbidden fruit. It is finally settled that it is no good. And now we can kind of understand what caused the destruction of the Native American. They love to use their tobacco for the sacred ceremonies but it was driving them into netherworlds where white invaders came and slaughtered them all. Of course, their higher plane cells were living in the higher planes where such disasters did not happen, where such disasters were foreseen and headed off somehow by a certain time traveler. The bottom line is that we are here for one purpose. And what is that purpose? And that purpose is bliss. And anything that takes it out of the Garden of Eden, which is bliss, is the forbidden fruit. God doesn't want us to leave the Garden of Eden He doesn't banish us from it. He knows we end up outside of it. We can no longer bask in his protective gaze. We have to go out there into the elements. And some say that's freedom, but it isn't. It's freedom to harm yourself further, which is no kind of freedom. Nobody wants that kind of freedom anyway. Why would you want the freedom to harm yourself further? If anything, you'd want to restrict that freedom. If you want to call it a freedom, that sounds more like some kind of masochistic desire. But you put yourself out of the Garden of Eden every time you partake of the forbidden fruit of tobacco. Now, you may say that that's not true for you. That it helps you get into the Garden of Eden, but it slowly kicks you out. Even once, it, if if it brings you into it, usually with the help of a mixture of marijuana. But by itself, does it really get you there? I think not. Tobacco is great to enjoy while you're in the Garden of Eden. When when they when they finally um, copulated. After having the cigarette in the Garden of Eden, it was such a grand cigarette that they fucked. And they thought life could never be so sweet. Having sex in the Garden of Eden is much better than trying to fend for yourself and have sex at the same time outside the Garden of Eden, where you're not immortal anymore. And the point of it is, is that if you allow yourself to feel like shit, if you do something that's going to create a shit feeling later, then it's something that has to be cut out. Because once you have that shit feeling, guess where you are? Out of the Garden of Eden. And you're, you're completely vulnerable. You're vulnerable to aging. You're vulnerable to attack. You're vulnerable to the universe conspiring to destroy you as a chaotic force, as a force of non-order You don't want to become the target of the universe for being a a chaotic, out-of-control monster. So the way you keep yourself reined in is by making sure that you avoid things that cause a bad feeling later. And nicotine is that. I had earlier in earlier uh, episodes surmised that the sugar, the fruit itself was the culprit. And there's some truth to that as well. There's There's a sense in which like the sugar that we get in abundance now from farming fruit and then eventually refined into higher sugar things has turned everybody into sort of a sugar junkie. And by being a sugar junkie, they, they, they seesaw themselves all day long with their blood sugar, so they don't, their mind doesn't even get a chance to settle and think about anything except the raw, momentary needs that they have. All the while churning, churning, churning in some of the worst negative emotions on those low points than you can think of. And it's all fed into with the negativity of the media, the anger, the political strife, the war. And everything forms a cauldron inside of you. And so you're walking around anxious. You're walking around feeling unprotected. You're walking around feeling inadequate. All because you just want to have a cigarette. Now the Wim Hof, if you do Wim Hof breathing all the time, and I'm talking like when you're sitting down and you're talking to somebody and they're talking to you, you should be going like this. Like while you're listening to this, you should be doing this. And all day long. That's actually what you're doing when you breathe without effort is you're taking really short breaths. The problem is they're not like actually big enough short breaths. When you do it consciously, you take pretty, you know, not huge, but pretty big short breaths. You're like, (laughs) it's best to do it through your nose, and you don't have to do it so people can hear it. I'm just doing it so you can hear the pattern. You can do that, a very silent version of that, everywhere you go. And guess what? It pumps you up into the super high-level oxygens. I used to think you'd have to take the long, deep breathing. And I realize now that that's, that's not how it works. It actually makes you more excited to do, like, long, deep breaths. What really calms you down and what dogs do when they pant, chilling them the fuck out. Because if you do some panting of your own, you'll see you start to get, like, a great rush of oxygen into yourself. And you feel calm. Anytime you're not feeling calm is that you're lacking oxygen. So it's a good idea to go into a hyperventilation, a, a, a consciously adopted hyperventilation where you're like, <laughs> but you should just do that as a shield, as a focus shield, just to never feel anxiety, to never feel that that you, that you need to feel it. And you're pumping up your inner child as well which is your anxiety you're 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 feeding it raw oxygen and your tie ty- your child is getting stronger and is not feeling as scared is not asking as many ridiculous fearful questions when you pump your body full of oxygen all your souls get nourished remember we're here to create carbon dioxide the man made kind the animal kind not the kind that comes out of the gas tanks We're here to grow another part of the elemental atmosphere through our taking in of oxygen and then, and then releasing it. We're getting paid for that. We're here to do that. We have a function in this, on this planet. And that's one of the main functions. And if you don't perform it well, you get weeded out. Now, I never knew about this supercharge that you could do with your breathing. I was always just preaching, take deep breaths, count your breaths, make them long. And, and, you know, I've been sort of doing this kind of, like, rhythmic, calm, like, slow, kind of hold it in, out, breathing. And it's not, it doesn't give you the same, and plus, you you just won't do it. Now, I thought I could handle some tobacco, even doing, like, I was like, I'll just do the breaths. But, man, it even just, like, kills you on that. You can't maintain it. You start, you just feel, like, weighed down and and defeated. And that's why it's legal. That's why it's there for everybody. And the, the, the through line between you and the bum on the street is fucking tobacco. If that bum wasn't smoking, like, when, next time you see a bum on the street, like, smoking a butt that he fucking took off the goddamn sidewalk, That's, you know, that's some bum shit. Like, tobacco is bum for bumps, and it makes bumps because it demoralizes you completely eventually, and then it eventually kills you. So it's a it's a parasitic plant, and it is the it. I've determined that it is the forbidden fruit. Now, sugar is close second sugar is probably worse because it's much more accessible to children overindulgence in sugar is is really bad because it throws you out of the sense of wellness it's, it throws you out of a, a feeling a good feeling it raises your blood sugar then lowers it and this is what's causing a lot of childhood depression It's just the the, the high-carbohydrate, carb, non-nutrient-dense food in the food into the food supply. The hollowing out of food is essentially the reason for all the ailments. It's stretching food that... Well, first of all, you, even if you provided the best food ever for people to eat, they're going to gravitate towards their sickness. And they're going to gravitate towards food that perpetuates... Their specific malady they've become hosts for maladies, and maladies command their own nutrients. But you can reverse any kind of issue that you have by staying on the positive side and breathing your way through it. Now, when it comes to tobacco, you might need a day or two to recover from it and it scrambles your brain by the way. Nicotine is like stupefying. You're not as smart on it. It lowers your IQ because it doesn't want you to figure it out. It doesn't want you to understand that it is the enemy. It's a parasite. And it's a parasite that that invites itself into you at every moment. Every time somebody pulls out a cigarette, every time somebody smokes a joint with some tobacco in it, you're like, eh, what the hell? And then you feel like shit for the rest of the day. Uh, again, that may not be you. <laughs> I, I, I usually, um, I, I kind of lay these out as voices for my future self to hear. So if you're hearing it, if you're if you're listening in on it, then more power to you. You're getting a lesson before you even have to learn it. 'cause I can take this to the bank. I will never touch it again. And I swear here to God, the universe, that I am coming back into the Garden of Eden tonight after a little nap. And I'm closing the door not coming out anymore. Now that I know the way in through the Wim Hof breathing, I can get there at any time. And I'm riding high. It's like being on a fucking hand glider. Just do 30 of those. Mostly through the nose, because then you'll get the nitrous oxide. You will literally start to feel like you've taken drugs. You don't need drugs. Your drugs are all on the oxygen intake that you take. Drugs just regulate your oxygen intake and they make you take in a little more and so you feel better. It's all like drugs are doing. So just do it yourself. You don't need the drug. The drug kind of just complicates it. But you can learn on any drug, but the trick of any drug is you learn about it so that you don't need it. Because all drugs are parasites they are they might be you might consider them friendly parasites but they are parasitic to human they're trying to get themselves to be cultivated trying to get them perpetuate themselves so they manipulate the minds of humans through psychoactive properties we're in a constant war with the plants and we can't let them win <laughs> but they're teaching us things but we can learn from them and then move on from Remember like the the clearest like separated mind from alterance is gonna be the most keen one to, to determine real progress to, to bring to plow ahead with real mental development and on any kind of training wheels that you that you put on to take a ride into another universe. You better have your um, your eyes open and your, and, you, and your heart open and understand how it feels to be there. Because then once you can mimic that feeling, you'll get there again. You need to learn to imprint feelings, imprint, so that you can then experience them over and over again. Just for higher highs but you never get into the doldrums, you never get into depression. Or just a feeling of like tightness, feeling of like tension, like that's gone. And that can be yours. Now, besides staying away from nicotine, there's a number of other steps that can be can be done. The first is meditation, and you've probably heard about meditation. <laughs> all people talk about. It. I meditated. It's hard to say what the fuck that is or what it's doing, and. Uh, Sorry, somebody just called me. Um, meditation is, and it, you can get through through the Wim Hof method if you just do thirty thirty short breaths with your eyes closed. You will already enter the theta state. It takes you about a minute, and then you but you just keep do keep on that pattern, just like fast breaths in and out. Not like as fast as you want to go, but not like drawing out breaths like you would think when you, normally people meditate. You chug your way into it, chugging air. When any, when, whenever anyone's talking to you, do it to yourself. Don't even count it or anything. Just And you'll start to f- feel the elation of having so much oxygen in you. That you'll you'll feel the possibilities and it'll wake certain as like parts of your brain. You'll start to the parts of your brain will start to light up, and then it gives you the signal to keep it up, but you won't be able to. You'll just like get thrown off. You'll forget, and all of a sudden you're not breathing anymore, and you don't feel too good anymore. Guess what? Start go back right into the Wim Hof, pump yourself back into bliss, like. It's, it's the fastest way. It, you know, it's funny because would, it would take me about like five long, deep breaths to get there. And I would never have the patience for them. I would do like one or two and I'd get frustrated and then stop. And then I'd continue in my frustrated state. So like learn, understanding breathing was important. Yeah, but like in the moment, like can you get yourself out of a bind in the moment? And yeah, you can get yourself out of a bind, out of a feeling of shit, except, when you, except after some tobacco, but don't get me started back on that. But I'm just saying, like, you can get into some shit, and it can fuck you up. But you can come back from anything in a minute, usually, by just this Wim Hof method, by just... And look up the guy Wim Hof. I mean, the whole the whole movement of his type of breathing. But the thing is, is people don't tell you to do it all the time. I'm the only one telling you that. And, and that's the secret. Like, that is the secret to fucking immortality right there. It's just like doing that and also like puckering your asshole. Like, one thing, another thing is that I constantly am, I don't know, it's, like, come back to is just this idea of, like, why are, what are we doing with the semen we men that we're not using? Like, is it aiding us? Are we able to employ it for our own power? And the answer is you can, but it has to be stored in there. And by, like, constantly emptying it through not just sex, but self-pleasure, you're like depriving yourself of a certain like energy jolt that you can get by puckering or sucking in your asshole. While you're focused and you suck in your asshole and taking these short breaths, your brow is fixed, your eyesight outward, your tongue at the roof of your mouth, while you're doing all those things, you're pumping a little jolt from the semen into your blood every time you suck in your asshole. And it your blood gets a little jolt from it, power from it. But if it's empty, not much you're going to get there. And that builds up over a few days after you empty it. So best to keep it as full as possible. And it's gotten to the point where some people don't want to come when they have sex. And that might be something that you might want to try just to build up the mountain. Then you'll have so much unlimited power. But if you do, and it keep that helps you keep up the breathing. That's the whole point of that one. It's a weird U-turn. It's a weird thing to talk about. But you, I'm giving you strategies of how to keep your energy high so that you can keep up this kind of breathing at all times. And if you have ever have any problem with anxiety or anything else, like, just do the breathing. Don't think about anything until the breathing has been done for like thirty times, and then you just start th- start thinking again. And then you'll be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, it was oxygen. That was the problem. It wasn't. I don't have problems. I have an oxygen problem, and I don't breathe enough. And if 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 I did breathe, the thing is, is if you weren't interfered with and you were in a more normal environment, you would be breathing more more or less as the Wim Hof breathing does. You do breathe sort of like that. Most people are breathing kind of like So I'm just saying do it a more accentuated version of like what you're usually doing when you're not even thinking about it. A lot of people they catch themselves they catch themselves breathing like so they go, and they do like long breaths. And like that, you know, you can keep that up for so long. But this chugging type breathing is like the key, man. And you do, there's no like, there's no like, or how long, how many times. It's like forever, motherfucker. Now it's, you're either talking, singing, or doing the Wim Hof breathing. That's it. Like, talking is a form of Wim Hof. Talking is a form of bringing in and out oxygen in a faster way than just, like, long, deep breathing. The so, talking is very satisfying for people. That's why it's good to pay people to have you... You you pay somebody to have you talk for an hour. Just like people don't understand how, how beneficial that is. It's like it's it's worth every penny that these expensive ass therapists do it. But the thing is, is like they should let anybody be a therapist. And like it's good to listen to people talk, and to help them, you can do the Wim Hof breathing while they're talking and let them talk. Because understand that when you're talking, they're holding their breath. They're not doing enough breathing. So your talking is interfering with their breathing. So they need to talk more than you because you know the secret technique of never having a problem with oxygen. But stay high. Stay into the, you know, no matter how high you get, you're going to want to like, be like, you know what, this is awesome, I'm gonna fucking christen it with a fucking cigarette and just like watch the night fall apart after that. We're reenacting this we're reenacting this thing. Um, this this story, this allegory of Adam and Eve being cast out of the Garden of Eden for eating of the forbidden fruit that God said, don't fuck with this. Don't fuck with this particular plant. And um, yes, I mean, I think that perhaps as sacred as it is for these Native Americans, the bad luck that comes that's what it is, man. It's bad luck. Tobacco brings bad luck. Sorry. It does. It brings bad feeling, bad luck. And um, I think it's been a destructive force. And um, yes, and I swear to the universe that uh, I'm done with it. Uh, and, and the universe thanked me already about it. Because the universe understands that It's a chaotic force in humanity. It's a brain scrambler. And it feels so good in a certain quick moment that it has the the addictiveness of fucking heroin. Even more addictive than heroin. And it's legal. And it's killing people. And making them feel like shit, too. Making them into assholes that spread more negativity. You know, like the angry guy with the cigarette dangling outside of his mouth. You know, the big gut. Give it up. This has been brought to you by... (laughs) Look, man, I know I'm, like, going hard on fucking tobacco, but... It's just, it's just not the thing, man. It's just gonna bring you down, no matter how high you are. You can always be brought down by that fucking cigarette, and it'll feel good while you're smoking it. But then, like right after, yeah. So here we are. I'll be back soon with another uh, lecture. I want to thank everybody who listened live and participated in the chat. I'm just kidding, nobody participated in the chat. I hope you all go into the spring with your chosen women and have a good time. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?